BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. That's all you need or from your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, it's the wrap-up show with John and Jim on this uh, Tuesday evening. We had some technical glitches behind the scenes, but we are good. It's a good night to be a Padres fan because they won. It might not have been the prettiest win of all time, but the Padres do win in Detroit. They snapped that pesky 38-year losing streak in Detroit and pick up their first-ever win on the road against the Tigers. They do so 6-4 in 10 innings. It's the wrap-up show with John and Jim. There's a lot to get into, updates on Machado's health and Tatis's health and the trade deadline, and what transpired here tonight as well. We'd love to hear from you as always. As uh, the way to do that, please subscribe. If you are here, whether it's live or on replay, we ask that all Padres fans subscribe. That's all we really ask of Padres fans. So if you're here, please subscribe. We have year-round Padres content for you. Smash the like button for us as well. Follow us on Twitter, at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. If you want to make sure we get your comment here tonight, the best way to make sure we're able to do that is to use that super function down below. It's a great way to support this channel. You just click that dollar sign down below and you become a member as well. If you want the custom emojis, let's see some LFGSD emojis from our members in the chat. Jorge Alfaro had the big hit in the 10th inning here tonight. So let's see some LFGSD emojis in the chat here tonight from our members. If you want to become a member, you can click that join button down below. John and Jim with you here for the next 45 minutes to an hour. And Jim, it was not easy. They had the 3 nothing lead. It evaporated with two outs in the ninth inning. But the Padres have been an excellent team in extra innings, and they found a way in 10 to win again here tonight. Um, yeah, the uh, the ninth inning was not, not. It's been kind of the same thing for a while now, and we've talked a lot about what the team needs to do the trade deadline. Should they go out and get a closer? I mean, at what point do you do you legitimately say, okay, they got they closers a, a big need here? That point would be tonight. That would be probably your right tonight. Um, just not safe. The ninth inning is not safe. Uh, Taylor Rogers had a good first month and a half, but it's been up and down a lot. And if this team is expected to go deep in the playoffs, if they get there. I mean, you got to have a better you got to have a better situation in the back end of your bullpen than you have right now. 
it just feels like everything is problematic. He's had a lot of 20 pitch innings. There's men on base a lot. You know, I, I thought he was destined to blow the game there, not just blow the tie, um, or excuse me, not just um, allow the tie, but to blow the game there. Javi Baez with first and third, two outs after the tying run had scored on 0-2 pitch, lefty-lefty. And then Baez he gets. And then the Padres, to their credit, find a way to score three runs in the 10th inning, although a couple of hit-by-pitches before Alfaro came through with that big two-out, two-run single. It's a problem. I mean, we've talked about this need to upgrade in their bullpen. You and I have both talked about the closer situation over the last two months. I mean, he hasn't been good. If we looked at the numbers over the last two months, Taylor Rogers has been a below-average closer in the big leagues. It's not the only concern, though, Jim. We've talked about it, whether it's first base or outfield or bullpen or closer or catcher. They have a couple of areas that they need to address, but there's no question the back of the bullpen, even Luis Garcia here today, uh, got out of a tough two-out spot in the eighth inning, but it's like they just don't have enough right now in the back of their bullpen, but maybe they're getting healthier, you know? And you're getting held back, but is that going to be enough? Like, is Pomeranz and Suarez and whatever the case may be, is that going to be enough? I don't know. I don't think it is. Can we give a shout-out to Brian Mack, our newest member of the Wrap-Up Show YouTube channel? Uh, Thank you, Brian. We can. Thank you, Brian, for joining us. Let's get some clap emojis for Brian. And, Brian, you can use your new Wrap-Up Show emojis, like the LFGSD emoji. If you want to become a member, click that Join button down below, like Brian just did. Um, Okay, let's get to the first Super of the night, because there's a zillion things to get to. So let's start by getting to... A super from our member, Jared McCarthy. Jared, good to have you in the chat. As always, thank you for your super. Uh, your super. It's going to be a long night. It's a, it's a pooper. <laughs> thank you for Wait, your pooper, you Jared. I don't, pooper. I don't know. <laughs> Remember, if, who was listening on the radio this afternoon during the Padres game when I made an analogy to like Mike Rizzo and like a hostage situation? It made no so sense. Like- like the Juan Soto situation with the with uh, the trade reminds deadline. me of a like, hostage crisis. It reminds me of a hostage situation, and I'm like, what? And you're like, no, actually, no it reminds sense. me. Of, it reminds me of terrorists. Like, wait a second here. You're you're comparing Juan Soto to a terrorist. Good job. No, no, no. I'm getting dumber though. I'm telling you, man. Um, okay, Sorry. let's get to this. No, I'm not blaming you. I'm not. I don't think I'm blaming you, uh, Jared. Thank you for the super. He says uh, we need to trade for two Sotos. Juan Soto. And Greg Soto, I'd prefer the former, not the latter, if I'm being honest. If they could just trade for Juan Soto, I'd feel pretty good about the situation that they're in. We did talk today to Jesse Doherty, beat writer for the Nats for the Washington Post. Yeah. And Jim, you asked a really interesting question about Mackenzie Gore. Like, does that take Gore out of the running for the trade or even the Padres out of the running? He's like, I don't see why that would be the case. I mean, if they're high on Gore's upside, even if he misses a couple of months or even a year's worth of time, they'll be rebuilding over the next couple of months or even the next year. And he didn't think that just because Gore is out with an arm injury, that means that he wouldn't be included in a potential deal. That, that to me, after last night's game, was my biggest concern. Is mm-hmm. With Gore's injury, whatever it is, is it going to be a situation that's going to potentially derail a possible trade for Juan Soto? doesn't sound like it. And he made good points. He's like, well, you, the Nets wouldn't really need him this year anyway, and you might like it's good to get it out of the way now and make sure he's fully healthy and ready for like 2024, 2025. Then it happened in 2024 or 2025. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense, and it made me feel better about a potential trade because um, you know injuries could play a factor, 
But again, the Nationals are not going anywhere. And their window is probably in two to three years from now. So right. you want you want Mackenzie Gore fully healthy for like two to three years from now and become and over that period of time become that potential ace for your club. It's the wrap-up show with John and Jim. As you make your way in, please subscribe. We have year on Padres content. That's all we ask of Padres fans. If you want to make sure we get your comment here tonight, it's going to be a very busy night. Make sure to use that super by clicking the dollar sign down below. Thank you, Jared, for your membership and your super. And thank you, Christopher Wright, who is a loyal viewer. And uh, he says, hashtag LFGSD. Can, let's see, can we win a game easily? Just one damn bullpen is up again. Now, remember this, too. A win is a win, so everyone will take it that is here, okay? Everyone will take it, but you're not going to see a lot of teams like the Tigers and this anemic offense of Detroit in the second half of the year. The storm's brewing. A lot of Dodgers games are coming, 12 in the final 55 or 60 games of the year. So I think the point that we've been harping on for the first six or seven minutes here and what Christopher brings up as well is a good one. This bullpen is troublesome, and yes, they're getting healthier. You talked about it a moment ago. We've talked about it at length at length, but I still don't know if it ultimately is enough. Do they have that elite high leverage bullpen piece that you're comfortable with in any scenario, seventh inning, eighth inning, ninth inning right now? No, not really. Right. No. Uh, Good news. Robert Suarez is on a rehab. assignment. Saw that Drew Pomerantz too is about to start when we think. Correct. So that's good news. Yeah, definitely. Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, shaky bullpen pieces that none of them I feel comfortable. None of them feel comfortable with. And the closer for Detroit Soto, uh, he's a piece that I would like on the Padres. Well, he throws two hundred miles an hour, or whatever. And the, they don't, Padres don't have that. I know he's hitting guys left. I, I don't know enough about him other than the fact that they don't have that guy. You're right. They don't have a guy that throws one on one. And a lot of teams do. You say, well, how many guys throw one on one? A lot now. There's a lot of guys that throw 100 in the big leagues, right? But none of them, no one, none of those pitchers pitch on the Padres. I know, I know. Can they acquire one? That's a good point. Now, I what mean, is Detroit's what open is, for business? Uh, you think? I mean, tonight. Let me just look here. We had that quick ninth, and then he blew up in the tenth. True. For, I mean, on the year, 33 innings pitched, 36 strikeouts, two four three ERA. Yeah, no, I, I'll take him right now. Uh, I'd take him in a second. Now, he's me? going for pitching for a team with nothing on the line to pitching for a team with a lot on the line, but I'll take him in a second. It's a, it's an upgrade. Right. I mean, I think uh, most closers in baseball are an upgrade. Uh, thank you again, Christopher. I want to thank, uh, is it Chino Palomo? Chano Palomo? Thank you for the super, Chano? and thank you for hanging out tonight. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, we probably butchered your name if you want to put a pronunciation Sorry. in the chat. We could try again. He says, if Preller is able to secure Juan Soto. Well, hold on, hold on here. Soto, Contreras, bullpen piece, and they missed the playoffs. This theoretical is a little crazy because I think if they land Soto and Contreras, they're already in playoff positioning. If they improve this team and Tatis comes back, guys, there should not be a scenario where they're not one of the six teams. And I actually think under this scenario, he does come back because he secured Soto for 23 and 2024. But Jim, I can't, I cannot envision that scenario playing out. Dude, if they got all <laughs> three of those things and they still miss the postseason, yo, right. every everyone's fired. Everyone. Me and you are probably fired. We don't even I'm, work for the flagship. Fired, I'm fired. Everyone's fired. 
No doubt. Thank you again for the super. Uh, listen, the question of whether Preller returns, I think, is a legitimate question if this team misses the postseason. But in this hypothetical, I don't think they miss the postseason. And if they do, I mean, what the hell happened? If the team with Soto and Tatis and Contreras <laughs> misses the playoffs, then, then this franchise is cursed. Uh, let's get to Matt Gale with this super. Thank you guys for the supers. Great way to support this channel. You can click that dollar sign down below. We'll tell you about our partners coming up in a moment as well. Matt says... Maybe Contreras Hap Robertson package. That would be an incredible package, by the way, for catcher, outfield, and closer help if we can't get Soto. I don't know. If I'm the Cubs, if I'm Jed Hoyer, I don't know if I'm packaging those three players together. If I get a great haul, I would. I don't know if those three players go together. Also, Robertson's not a pup. He's 37, maybe 38 years of age. He's not the 100-mile-per-hour thrower. I mean, it absolutely take him in a heartbeat. Don't get me wrong. But I, I don't know if all three of those players, Jim, go in a package. I don't think so either. I think they'd want to trade them separately. Yep. Maybe Maximize each one. Maybe Contreras and Hap together. Maybe. But I think maximizing is what they're going to try to do. But the idea, I mean, they got pieces. I mean, the Cubs absolutely have pieces. Contreras is a big piece. Hap has had a nice year. Robertson's had a nice year. So individually, they have some nice pieces that will provide them value. I think they'll get a good return for some of that coming back. There's a, but Jim, you've been saying this. I think you said as recently as today on the radio that like there's a lot of buyers, not five, not seven, like more than that. So like there's going to be a lot of competition for some of these quote unquote elite players or better players that are available. I mean, just in the National League alone, you got the Dodgers, you got the Mets, yeah. and, uh, uh, Cardinals, you got the Padres, you got uh, the Braves, you got the Brewers, you got potentially the Giants. I mean, and you throw in American League teams as well. Like, that's easily what 15? around fifteen teams. Fifteen, yeah, and I, and I doubt the other fifteen are selling. Like some teams stand pat, right? So how many sellers? How many guaranteed sellers are there in baseball? Six, eight? I don't think it's more than that. You got yeah, Pittsburgh and the Tigers, uh, Nationals, Angels. Uh, although they've been quiet. Mm -hmm. Kansas City. Yeah, definitely. Um, but not yeah. even like Baltimore. Like Baltimore's no. three and a half games out of a playoff spot. Right. Yeah. I there's probably like there's there's definitely less teams that are selling than that are buying. Yeah. So that creates a premium, and you're gonna have to give up something to get something. And maybe give up more than you want to get something. At this time next week, would you bet that Robert Hassel is still a part of this team? Man, the organization you're saying? Yeah, um, yeah. Man, that's a really good question. I mean, what are they willing to part ways with for this year when you're 11 games out in the division or whatever it is where you want to make the postseason and you think if you get in with Tatis and Machado and you're starting pitching, maybe you can win around her more. What are you willing to give up to go chase it in 2022? I think he'd give up a lot, Jim, if he can get some controllable pieces through 2023. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if Robert Hassel was gone. I would not be surprised. Um, the only thing that would really surprise me, I'm trying to think, is there a piece that would surprise me right now that was moved? I mean, Gore a little bit just because of his health would surprise me a little bit. Other than that, this James Wood character in A-ball, obviously everyone's high on. I'd be surprised if he moved for a player that wasn't like Juan Soto or Xander Bogarts. Um, but I know nothing would shock me, really. Nothing would would shock me at all. No, no, none of those top prospects we talked about 
with Gore, Abrams, Hasselwood, Merrill, Ruiz, and Capusano. Those seven guys, uh, not, if any one of those players are traded, I would not be shocked. Now, the only thing that would shock me is if they didn't, if they traded those one of those guys for like uh, a player that we've not been talking about. Correct. Like, huh? Yep. Correct. Let's get to uh, some of these supers that are rolling in. Thanks, guys. We're going to get to as many supers. We'll get to all the supers, obviously, here tonight. So thank you for the supers. You can click that dollar sign down below. Jared, our member, thank you again. He says, Nats aren't competing this year. Gore's injury is okay. And that's what Jesse Doherty was saying. I mean, if this isn't some catastrophic injury, there's no reason to believe it is. And even pitchers with UCL injuries and Tommy John injuries bounce back from these things with great regularity. So, you know, I think Jared's point is a legitimate one. I mean, if he's the centerpiece of a deal, is that okay for Washington coming off an elbow situation? I have no idea. Yeah, I think um, if Mackenzie Gore's in the deal, which obviously he would be 100% in the deal, you're right. I don't I don't think it's his injury is going to be some like, you know, the, the it, you can't already explain to the fan base of the Nationals why you're trading Juan Soto. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if Mackenzie Gore's injured. There's nothing you can – even if he was healthy, you still can't spin it. Correct. Yep, you're right. You're 100% so no matter, right. So no matter what, like you're not going to make the fan base feel better if Mackenzie Gore's you know, healthy. Correct. Um. Look at this speak into existence super. Okay. This is like, what's that? What's that gif you always send out? Oh, like, it's, like, it's like, it's like, it's uh, like, uh, Shaquille O'Neal shooting a, shooting a ball from like the moon. Right. Trying to make it in a basket like a million miles yeah. away. Yeah, so Brian like, Mack, oh, our newest, yeah. our newest member says this Soto from the Nats. Okay. Everyone's okay. talked about it for 10 days. Possible. Otani from Anaheim. He says, I refuse to call them LA. Let's dream with this super chat. I, I will. I won't shoot it down. I pr- we appreciate the super. Never say never. If they somehow landed one, it would be like the greatest trade deadline in the history of baseball by any team. Just landing one is going to be an amazing accomplishment. The idea of two, I can't. Even, I can't even entertain it, but I love it. Brian, if this is right, we will clip this out and play this for forever on this channel. If this is accurate, and we will. Use the money you just sent us, Brian, to 100% buy uh, authentic jerseys. No doubt. If they, okay, oh, if they land okay, both, and yeah, I'll buy a Soto one, and you'll yeah, buy an and I'll buy. One. I need Otani. If they land Otani, yes, yeah, for five hundred and sixty dollars, yeah. whatever not, it is. Yeah, it's not a lot of money. Um, okay, the supers are rolling in. We're going to get to them all. Joel, thank you. I'm not sure if this is a super sticker. If there's a comment you want us to get to, please Thanks, let us know. Joel. But thank you for your support of this channel. Keep the supers coming. Jim, keep an eye on the supers while you do that. Just make sure we don't miss any. While you okay. keep an eye on those, um, I do want to remind our viewers about our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Auto, home, renters, life insurance needs, earthquake insurance needs. Mark Nimitz is your guy. I have my homeowners and my earthquake insurance through Mark. He can save you hundreds of dollars, $750 just by changing over your insurance to Mark. He can save you even more money if you have an electric vehicle. He saved my family thousands of dollars with a recent claim we had in our home. He made the process simple and easy. He's got great service and communication. He's a lifelong Padres fan. He's a San Diegan. He does business in our community. 
If you support this channel and you have any insurance needs and you want to save money and everyone wants to save money and everyone has insurance needs, you got to call Mark. We'll talk Padres baseball with you. We'll talk your insurance needs as well. Auto, home, renter's life, earthquake insurance, anything you need. Here's the website. There's a link down below. You can get a quote online. You can save hundreds of dollars. He's a huge Padres fan. Please support this channel by supporting Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Yeah, reach out to him, nimitz at farmersagent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that John and Jim from the Coast sent you. All right, Jim, what is the next super? Do you, do you have the next super? Okay, great. Now I know where we are. Cool. All right, thank, uh, thank you, Pedro. Like that. What's, What's a shocker a, blockbuster yeah, scenario uh, where you get X superstar for for least amount of Padres prospects? Okay, where you get this right? So you get whoever the superstar is. What's a shocker blockbuster scenario? I think. Well, okay, I'll give oh, you a complete shocker. I'll give you a complete shocker that's not going to happen. Like I think what Pedro is talking about. If you want to go star for star trade, I don't. Th- it's not happening. But like Tatis for Soto, like I mean, a I, trade like that think- isn't impossible to envision. It's not happening with the Padres right now with a player like Tatis, but. The idea that a team would be willing to give up a quote-unquote star to acquire a star, I don't think is crazy. I don't see any scenario where the Padres would entertain something like that. But if you're not including a a player of the caliber of like Machado or Tatis, it's going to take six or seven players or whatever, Jim, five or six players to get this done. I think what he was asking was uh, what would shock you if you got Juan Soto for like Rob Hassel and Luis Campusano? Mm. That would shock. That would literally shock the hell out of me. Yeah, that would surprise me. <laughs> I think that's. I, mean, I think that's what he was asking. Um, okay, so okay, where you get okay, so Xander Bogarts for like Hassel and Campisano. Now Bogarts is a rental, right? Right, but that that's another. That's a thing where you're like, that's crazy. You know, you, you keep yeah. your top two prospects and you trade away. I mean, still, it's a lot. Right. First. But also I think I think the one that would shock me is if you got if you got Soto without giving up Gore and Abrams. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't maybe if it was like Morahone. See, I don't know where your secondary piece is if it's not Gore or Abrams. You know, like where do you turn next? I mean Hassels and Wood, Merrill's. I think, I, I think Pedro's is asking like a totally random trade that makes absolutely zero sense. Oh, like Adam Frazier for like no, like you get you get a superstar player for like prospects. They're not even your top two. That'd be great. I'm rooting for that. Like, I love that like idea. What you, right. Please. Thank you, Pedro. Speak it into existence. Give us another example, Pedro, down below, and we'll follow up on that. Uh, Taco Bell, call 911. In Welcome the chat back. with the super. Welcome back. Greatest, thank you for your support. Greatest name ever. It is the greatest name ever. Great to have you Taco in the chat. Taco Bell, with us call 911. Again, we're going to get to all the supers. You can keep them coming. Great way to support this channel. Click that dollar sign down below. Trade deadline's coming. We are six days away. We are just over six days away. Um, Taco Bell says, who do you guys believe we are realistically going to get? Ian Happ. I think Happ is absolutely realistic. I think Josh Bell is realistic. I'm beginning to think that Xander Bogarts is going to go somewhere. I don't know how plausible it is with the Padres. I think I'm going to say this. I'm going to say I think Juan Soto is realistic. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I think it's very realistic. 
Now I'm I'm less likely to say things like Otani and Trout are realistic because I'm only I'm not seeing it from anyone. I'm seeing it from like Bleacher Report, and there's no indication from the organization that the Angels are trading those parts. Not to say it couldn't change over the next five or six days, but and then guys like Hader, Jim, and there's a zillion uh, bullpen pieces like um, Robertson with the Cubs, but you know Ben Attendee, I'd be a little bit surprised. I think there's some interest in the American League, but th- there's a lot of there's a lot of pieces out there, and the Padres are going to be active. Right. I think Ian Happ is definitely realistic. I think Wilson Contreras, honestly, is realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Ramon Liriano is realistic. Definitely. Yes, good one. Great one. Um, I think. Uh, what about uh, Naquin with the Reds? Fam with the Reds? You know, I mean, uh-huh. no fam. <laughs> right. No, I'm just saying he wants, re- he wants realistic names. I, I mean, I think these are reasonable. For real, for sure. Um. Who the else? Giants weren't in the the Giants weren't in the National League West. I think Jock Peterson would be realistic. Yep. Yeah, it's not happening. No. Um, you know, uh, Luis Castillo with the Reds, obviously a starting pitcher. Maybe they shed some salary mm-hmm. with somewhere and acquire another starting pitcher. They have lost score. They're using Nick Martinez successfully out of their bullpen right now. So they're kind of mm-hmm. down to five starters, Jim, which is fine. There's no problem with that. But without Gore and with Martinez pitching – you know, effectively in their bullpen, they've got five starters. Yeah. What are you looking at? Something happening? No. Sorry. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Let's get to this super from Alex. Alex, great to have you in the chat as always. Thank you for your support. Uh, if you guys are just making your way in, by the way, if it's your first time here, please subscribe. That's all we ask of Padres fans. Great way to support this channel. Subscribe. Smash the like button. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Follow our radio show at John and Jim as well. We're on three to six Monday through Friday on the iHeartRadio app and extra 1360 in San Diego. So Alex says the rumors that the Nats want Wood and Merrill over Gore. It's absolutely a possibility. They're very high ceiling prospects. I would think they would want Wood they'd want all of them. and Gore. That's what I was going to say. I would think they'd want them all. But the idea that they would rate Wood or Merrill above a starting pitcher like Mackenzie Gore, I guess is possible. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Wood and Merrill were in the deal. In fact, I'm sure they would be in this type of deal. Dude, you are literally, you got to trade all those guys. Like there's no, mm-hmm. there's no negotiation here. There is, uh, we are taking your top five prospects. That's it. Right. I agree. Good talk. Good talk. Good times. Um, thank you, Jared, for this super. Uh, he says, can Hosmer please ride the bench from now on? Again, a defensive replacement. They've been doing that routinely. That wasn't anything surprising here today. Um, I don't have the box score in front of me, Jim. I know he had two ground outs early and a walk. I don't know what he did after that. I don't know what he did either, no. Hosmer is not part of the plans if everything goes to plan, if that makes sense. If it's a perfect trade deadline, he's not part of the plan. If it's not a perfect trade deadline, he's part of the plan. That's how I look he, at it. He can still be part of the plan. And by plan, I mean just on this team, and they still yeah. can win. Right. You know, but the but the best case scenario is probably you get rid of him. <laughs> That's the best case scenario. Yeah. Now, it, it's a situation. Like, if you told me right now mm-hmm. that would you rather trade him – now, or you're one, you can 100% trade him in the offseason, even with 10 5 rights. Yeah, so it's not happening, but yeah, I think I would choose the offseason. 
And the reason you say that is because of the cohesiveness of the clubhouse? That is a big reason why, yeah. Um, okay. I think that's right now the only reason why I would just wait till the offseason. I mean, you said it earlier, and I agree with you, because we've been hard, obviously, on Hosmer the last two days. I saw the comments I think, yesterday. I, just, I think Hosmer, you know, he has the ability sometimes to – like a blind squirrel sometimes always finds a nut. I think he has that ability to sometimes out of nowhere do something good for the team. Well, well, that's what I was going to say. If we're being fully honest, he's had good moments. He's had bad moments this year. Um, has he disappointed since April? I would say yes overall. I think most Padres fans feel that way. But if you look at the struggles of this offense, it's not just Eric Hosmer. Um, and, of course, we expect more out of a $20 million player. You expect more out of Will Myers, too, but we always talk about Eric Hosmer. So. You said it earlier. He's not the sole reason why this team is 11 and 18 in the last 29, something like that. Right. You know, he's had some moments and he hasn't been great at times. And it's, you know, it's a tough sport. You play 162. It's been disappointing these five years in a Padres uniform. I really think it has been, but he's not the reason this team is where they are. You know, right. uh, he's probably yeah, not. What is he, a one war player, one and a quarter war player? You know, he's had an okay year. It hasn't been the worst year in baseball history. In baseball and in football, well, football, you can just quarterback, but like, especially in baseball, it's not just one player. Like, it's a compounding of a bunch of different things why you lose games, you know, even though sometimes it does fall on one player's shoulders. Correct. I agree with that. Let's get to this super from our brand new member, Brian Mack. If you want to become a member, get those custom emojis, including the LFGSD emoji. Click join next to subscribe down below. We appreciate all of the members with us here tonight in the chat, all the viewers overall, of course, as well. He says, hear me out. Abrams, Gore, Hassel, Ruiz, maybe one or two prospects. And then for Otani, Wood, Snell, Morohone prospect. I'd love to listen. Everyone here would love to see it, Brian. Everyone here would love to see it. Email AJ. I'm talking about Preller. (laughs) I don't know if there's enough in the tank for something crazy like that, but I hope I'm wrong. What would you do if that happened? I'll eat a burger. (laughs) You know me. That's my answer for everything. That's my answer for everything. I mean, I'll freak out. I mean, I'm happy to do like a seven hour wrap up show in that example. Seven. Try I know we've already promised twenty-four on Soto. Okay, twenty-seven hours. We'll just keep going, and we'll we'll we won't stop. We'll get my wife in here, and you know your date girl in here. Yeah, yeah, totally. We'll just like, yeah, exactly. Jonathan Rifkin. We'll just we'll just like live our lives on the stream on the live stream. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna go get cereal. Yeah. Oh, hey, what's yeah, going I'm on, man? Go, I'm gonna go to the kitchen and whatever. Hey, what do you want to do for the show today on extra? Um, Brian, cross your fingers. If one of those happens, it's going to be monumental for this organization. Monumental. Uh, Weber, thank you for this super sticker, I believe. If you have a comment you want us to get to, you can just put the comment down below. But thank you for your support of this channel. Uh, Mark Nimitz in here saying Soto and Candelario. I don't know a ton about Candelario other than the fact that he has killed the Padres the last two days with three home runs. So so I love the Soto idea. I don't know enough about Candelario, but if he's – always this good and he's going to hit 200 home runs, then I'd love to have him. Um, but I don't know if he's always this good. <laughs> My guess is he's not. Probably not. It's like, it's like one of the Tigers team. Just no one player just, yeah, one player just has a great series. And, you know, how did that happen? Yeah. 
happens all the time. Right. Um, okay, so Jared McCarthy back with the super says this, and thank you, Jared. And again, if you want to make sure we get your comment, just hit that super button down below. There's a dollar sign next to it. So Jared says uh, Hosmer hits 280 with a 600 OPS. That's so bad. Yeah, his OPS this year, at least coming in, was 734, which again isn't anything to really write home about with a 280 batting average. But I guess Jared, your point, maybe since May 1st, he probably has something like a low 600s OPS would be my guess since May 1st. And yeah, I mean, you could upgrade at first base. There's a lot of first basemen that have OPSs higher than 725 or 730. Right. Every time someone says, oh, he hits 280. <laughs> like, what okay. does that mean? It doesn't mean any, like, great, it's a singles hitter. And if he was, no, honestly, if it was like no more Mazzara, if no more Mazzara had the same stats as Eric Cosmer, like, that's great. Mm-hmm. So again, it goes back to the money thing. It's all about the money. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the reason why here. If yeah, if it was a one-year deal? One-year deal, you're like, it's fine. Yeah, one-year, eight million? Control, but like, he's been all right. He's been okay. He's hitting 280. It's fine. He's, he's a bad defensive around. player, but he had some moments, yeah. you know? He has 700. Oh, never mind. <laughs> what did you just look like? Look at like a... Nothing. Like some like nude photos or something? Your reaction was like you saw like a murder. No, no, no. I saw, uh, where, where did I see? A super chat from Carlos. Or super okay. And that's what I was re- reacting yeah, I to. Yeah. Uh, I want to get to this super from Alex. Alex, thank you again. Thank you guys for the supers here tonight. Again, we know there's a lot of questions. Trade deadline is looming. We'll be with you over the course of the next week to answer all of these questions and hopefully to see the Padres get over the finish line with some of these players. So Alex says the Nats took Soto off their season ticket promotions for 2023. Could be something or could be nothing. I didn't realize that. That is very interesting. What did Jeff Passon say today on that ESPN Daily to Pablo Torre? It's inevitable. I think he said the word inevitable that Juan Soto would be moved. And then we heard from Jesse Doherty, who covers the Nats day in, day out for the Washington Post, saying seemingly it's becoming more and more likely. Not that it's a guarantee, but it just seemingly is making sense. Well, you still got, what, six days, seven, eight days? Uh, it's actually, it's seven days from today, but now it's midnight Eastern and it's going to close well before that. Plus I don't expect Soto to be dealt on the 2nd of August. That deal is going to have to be ironed out before the 2nd of August. Like it's not going to be at the, you know, 1 no PM way. on no way. August 2nd. It'll like, be the oh, first. Soto just went in. No, it'll be the first at the it'll, latest. Like Scherzer, like Scherzer. It'll yeah, really it'll, be done in the it'll first. Be, it'll be this weekend. Yeah, exactly. Sunday, Monday. That's right, exactly Monday. right. Um, maybe it means something, Alex. Hopefully. I say hopefully unless he ends up with the Dodgers. Uh, don't even say that. I know. Uh, what's the next super here, Jim? This Carlos uh, sticker? Yeah, super sticker. Thanks, Carlos. What's the sticker? Do you see it in the chat? I don't know. I thought Carlos was very generous and sent us $200, but then I saw it was pesos. <laughs> I was like, that's why my reaction. I was like, whoa, dude. Thank you. That's but- hilarious. All right, keep the supers coming while you do that. We do want to remind you about our newest partner here on the wrap-up show, Omar Sanchez, Edge Home Finance. If you have mortgage needs, you got to turn to Omar. He's here to help all Padres fans with their mortgages. You can text Omar right now. Let's text him. What do you want to text him, Jim, right now? Uh, Text him one of, like, text him an emoji. I don't know. Okay, any emoji you want. Text Omar Sanchez an emoji at 
387-7798. Any emoji you want, 619-387-7798. He's available to you essentially 24 hours a day. Literally, you could text him at any point. Uh, he's your San Diego native mortgage broker. He went to San Diego State. He's from San Diego, and he's a huge lifelong Padres fan. And he can help you get into your dream home or refinance to consolidate your debt. If you're in the process of buying or refinancing and you want a second opinion to make sure you're getting the best deal possible, just call or text Omar for that free consultation, 619-387-7798. If you're looking for referral partners to expand your business, by the way, reach out to Omar. If you're a business owner here in the chat, live or on replay, I'm talking about realtors, CPAs, insurance agents, divorce attorneys, immigration attorneys, and more. Omar wants to help you grow your business as well. Again, if you support this channel and if you want to support a local business and you have any mortgage needs or you want to refinance, get in contact with our buddy Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance. Yeah, 619-387-7798. You can also click on that QR code at the top of the screen. It'll take you right to his website, edgehomefinance.com. Omar is your guy for all your loan and mortgage needs. When you reach out to him, let him know that John and Jim from Wrap Up Show sent you. By the way, Jim, have we missed have we missed any Jim? Do you know? Have we missed any supers? No. Not that you're aware of. Uh, yes. Omar has nice hair. Yeah. Agreed. Great hair. And, and and I see the super that just rolled in. I will say this is a very generous offer from Jay Hill. So <laughs> not just top five prospects, but also his firstborn. That could put it over. Um Omar. I'm gonna say they trade their wife for Soto. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Can you share a photo? <laughs> uh, can Omar, I'm kidding. I'm going to get you. I knew. Um, I don't know about Omar's outfield you ability. <laughs> What'd you say? Said you asshole. <laughs> you like spit on everything. Yeah. Um, by the way, perfect day. You get the win and the teams behind you lose, right? There were two Dude, or three Giants losses. Giants have won once since, uh, since the second half started. Is that right? They're winless? They're winless. They've lost. They might just have to sell off parts because they're not built to win right now anyway. Um, So that'll be interesting to watch. Watch they land Soto. It'll make no sense. But that's the thing I was talking about. Like the start of the second half up to the trade deadline is very important for a team kind of hovering there. Yeah, you're right. If you if you tumble and you lose like the Giants are losing, they're not they're now out of it. They're not going to be buyers. And the same thing with I don't the know if they're out of it though, because what are they like four out? I mean, again, it's getting but harder. Why? Yeah, but why are you going to try to mortgage stuff? I know. What are you chasing? Yeah, is this to team maybe gonna... be the six seed to play three games on the road and get beat by like the for Mets? A rental for or for a rental? Like, yeah, no, it's it's no, I'm with they're you. they're better suited, honestly, to hope that the Yankees f up the Aaron Judge situation, right, and go get him, or just wait it out until Soto becomes a free agent. You're right. All right, so Carlos, thank you for this generous super again. So he says he got to the stream late. Can you please tell me if you would mortgage the future for Soto? And if yes, who would you give up? Here's the thing. I don't see it as mortgaging the future to go play for 2022 and 23 and 24. I would give up within reason as much as I possibly could. Within reason. Of course, not Tatis, Machado, Musgrove. Any piece that's helping you immediately right this second, You know, I wouldn't want to do it. Would I consider training Jay Cronenworth? Of course I would. Would I consider trading Mackenzie Gore and C.J. Abrams? Of course I would. Would I move my top two or three prospects in the system? Of course I would. 
So some combination of that. I mean, I am all in for Juan Soto. He changes this lineup in an instant and gives you a chance to win a World Series at some point in the next three years. That's the goal. This is not mortgaging your future. Um, we had Kyle Glazer on the other day. And if you look at the last however many years, like over a decade plus, uh, probably actually, what was it? I think I think he did every single trade almost. 30 years. 30 years. Of, of position players. Position players of a, a star position player being traded for prospects. The team that acquires that star position player, like 99.9% of the time, always wins that trade. And the only trade that he said um, was pretty much like even was ironically 93 when the Padres traded Gary Sheffield uh, for – have you heard of this guy, Trevor Hoffman? I Mm, yes. Yeah. I think he yeah. came up as a, an infielder. Right. I, I, I think he had a pretty, I think he had a good career. Mm -hmm. He had a good career. So like, that's one of the only trades that actually was fair because <laughs> Gary Sheffield led them to a world series in 97, won a batting title. Like he's, he's one of the he's a great player. And then you got a hall of famer back. So like, that's literally the only trade <laughs> right, superstar where technically right. both teams came out winners there. Right. And um, the team that, uh, that acquired the superstar, you know, didn't, didn't give up nothing. Yeah, that's really give, interesting. Because the players that were traded for Scherzer and Turner last year from the Dodgers, mm -hmm. can you name those guys? Because I can't. Well, I, I do know just, but... well, no, Josiah Gray did pitch tonight. Uh, for the Nats in LA, and I know that he Not was a do. huge Dodgers prospect. Well, he had thrown it halfway decent. What's the score right now? The last I looked, it was two one Nats, but that was a while ago. Uh, let me check. Um, it is three. Of course, it's three two Dodgers, but I, I guess he pitched all right. It's the seventh inning, so you know, I'm, it looks like he pitched all right. Josiah Gray this year. Um, he is seven and six with a four four five ERA. Yeah, but that's not. He's a young pitcher. That that doesn't mean he doesn't have a good future. You know. But the point is, is he is he Max Scherzer? Well, probably not. Not at any point soon. So that's the point. And by the time he is, he might not be a gnat. Because let's say he is in five years getting better, and then he hits free agency, and then they got to pay him 300 million bucks. That's the point. Yeah. He's a good pitcher. He's fine. He's yeah, he could be fine. Yep. He could be fine. But is he Hall of Fame Max Scherzer? No. No, no, of course not. Of course not. You're right. All right, let's get to the super from Taco Bell. Call 911. Thank you guys for the supers. A great way to support this channel. We're getting to all the supers tonight. We're a week out, less than it, right now from the trade deadline. If you have a question, hit that dollar sign down below. We will get to it. So Taco Bell says, uh, if we get Soto, we get a stream of the daily life of John and Jim for 24 hours. We'll do our best. I don't even know how we would accomplish that. Can you do a 24-hour stream on YouTube? You can on Twitch. I don't know if you can go that long on YouTube. Maybe. Yeah. No, we have to like clear literally like all of our like data, uh, da data for Streamyard. Yeah. But, right. I mean, it could work if we just keep it on. There's some funny comments, by the way, tonight in the chat. Like, funny enough, I have a picture of his wife right here from our earlier <laughs> comment. Oh my goodness. Oh man. I yeah, big brother. It'd be like Big Brother, Big Brother John and Jim. That show. I like that. I do. Yeah. I like that yeah. a lot. Uh, let me get to this uh, super here from Alex. Uh, thank you guys again for hanging out. Uh, please subscribe if you're here. You're on content for Padres fans. That's all we ask. Subscribe, smash the like button, follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Support our partners, please.
including Mark Nimitz and Omar Sanchez and Aura, ORA.organic. We'll get to Aura coming up. You can get 30% off your first order by clicking the link down below. Do you want to thank Parks and Normal for their support of this channel? Parksnormal.com. Get your 98 Padres Legacy Cap. Great company, great products for San Diego Padres fans. So Alex says this, CJ Abrams, quote-unquote, injured, right? Saving him for Soto. What's the update, Jim? Is it a, what is it, an arm injury or is it an ab injury? It's been a few days. I have no idea what the injury is. It's arm injury. They arm said injury. that they said that he didn't throw over the break and he came back and it was like sore. What is that about? I don't know. Because he throws like 100 miles an hour? Sure. I don't love the timing. I tweeted this last night. I'm like, okay, you got a generational player and you got Goran Abrams out. Is that good timing to acquire top flight talent? I don't think so. Not great, Jim. Yep. Not great. Are we missing something? Injury. The bicep injury. Okay, biceps. Okay. Bicep, bicep. He's probably been doing curls like me. Show me, show me, show me right now. Whoa. Someone Look at that. that. Gun show, Someone man. I want to clip that, please. I knew you were setting me up, you asshole. Yep. <laughs> I'm so using that. If you, I'm going to put a side-by-side of you and Luke Voigt and say, who's stronger? <laughs> I want to put my middle finger up, and you'll clip that as well. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, let's get to this super from Jared. Jared, <laughs> thank you. Thank you guys tonight. This has been great. Uh, Jared says, uh, and Tati shouldn't be an outfielder. Can't watch Kim start. Interesting. So th- there's a shortstop discussion to be had here. I could start it by saying Xander Bogarts is a rental. I could continue it by saying Fernando Tatis Jr. has made it clear he wants to be a shortstop. I could further it by saying Hassan Kim has played very well defensively this year and has a decent war for a player considering his offensive numbers. I think there's some options at short, and I'm very Curious to see what they end up doing with Fernando Tatis Jr. when he comes back. We didn't even talk about that, dude. He took full swings in the batting cage today. He hit. I know tanks. we're burying the lead. As as Kevin Acey said, he went balls deep. Mm. Like uh, always, always fun. Always fun to go balls deep, and Fernando Tatis did it six times tonight. <laughs> like in a row, right? In a row, six times in a row. <laughs> But in all seriousness, wasn't he hitting it? Didn't he say he was hitting it like to the back of like the like seats of Comerica? Like, it, I mean, he was hitting the ball deep, I guess, as Kevin Acey said. <laughs> yeah, as Kevin Acey said, balls deep. Dude. So what's next? What did Acey basically report? Get back to San Diego. Oh, you know what? Face life pitching and then go out in a rehab. I think that's where we are. Face life also, pitching, yeah. get out in a rehab. Make sure you feel good tomorrow. There's no second. Yeah. That feels fine. Like, you know. Dude, he's 23. He's fine. He's a superhuman healer. Remember that, John? Yeah. Now it's taken five months to recover. Yeah. I mean, really, it's, it's been about longer. a year. But here's the thing he suffered the injury when? December, or January? Like, think about that. From December, January injury to getting back out there in August. Like, whoa. Was it, I think, it might have been November. It's been forever. Like, you can have a kid in that much time. Trust me, I have one. I, I trust you, John. Thanks, man. Uh, Solo Dolo, we appreciate the super chat. Solo Dolo says, okay, Morahone plus five for Soto. Morahone plus five prospects for Soto. What do you think? Is it Morahone like a, like a potential starter for this team for years to come? But then again, so is Mackenzie Gore. So I guess if you want Juan Soto, 
Got to make a decision on one of those players. I, I can't move Morhone and Gore, though, I don't think. What are you laughing at? Oh, no. Yep, it happened. It's on Twitter? Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you, Esteban. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just, man. I just retweeted, yeah. Look at that. Look at that, Look at that muscle. Oh, you've been curling. Dude, I just scro- hold on. I just scrolled. I'll look at that. I just scrolled through. I saw Mark Nimitz retweeted this. Did you see this? That what? Rodon walking in for the Giants was pissed and he kicked a bat. Dude, and he think and the bat went into the knee. Up a ju- oh I mean, that God. is just hilarious. Like that That's is going terrible. to be the video you play at the end of the Giants season. That's. <laughs> That's what happened season. to uh, what happened to the Giants saying, "Man, we're gonna we're gonna get after people, and when we take leads, we're gonna extend leads, and we're gonna bunt on people when we're up by 10. Can't even beat anyone right now. Yeah, they they've lost now seven in a row. Not good. Uh, where are we on the supers, Jim? Can you update me? Okay, I think I know where we are. Um, hold on. We have Carl. Uh, there we go. Oh, thanks, Carlos. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Carlos. Uh, am I the only one that really likes Musgrove? Was not willing to overpay for him. Uh, started hot, but I think the market value is overpriced. Don't know if he's this dominant for five years. Um, I don't consider this overpay, honestly. And for a guy that goes 200 innings, can get over 200 strikeouts, can win you 10, 15 games a year, is going to—he's not going to be a guy that's going to give you like a 1.5 ERA. He'll give you between like a 2.7 and a 3.5. And I think mm-hmm. that is worth $20 million. The reason it's worth it is because you look around baseball and see these teams that don't have starting pitching and you realize how much of a premium there is on this. And you have to pay for that. You just have to. Is he one of the top five pitchers in baseball? I understand the argument that he probably is not. Has he pitched he like one of the top 10? five pitchers? Yeah, that's the thing. I was going to say, like, is he right? Is he top 10 or top 15? And if he is, there's 30 teams. If you've got one of the top 10 or 15 pitchers in baseball on your team, you're in decent shape, especially at the front of right. your rotation. So I think he's worth it. Now, again, is he worth $200 million? I, I understand. He's not worth $40 million a year. Is he worth $20 million a year when you pay guys like Myers and Hosmer $20 million a year and you look around baseball and pitchers make $40 million a year? Yeah, I think he's worth $20 million a year. Cost of doing business. Yep. I think he's worth it. And the stuff that he brings to this team that's not on the field – like that also means a lot. And you're like, well, what about Hosmer? Hosmer does the same thing. Mm. And maybe he does. I mean, maybe he provides more value off field than I'm aware of. That's, that's possible. Yeah. But Musgrove backs it up on the field. With his year By last way, year and year this, this year too, it's, yeah. By the way, we haven't even mentioned the fact that Manny Machado on that ground ball infield single in the 10th landed awkwardly oh, on first and then was kind of hobbling a little bit. He stayed in the game, I believe. Did he stay in the game? I think he stayed in the game. I think he did. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Um, but now Bob Melvin said he tweaked it. He'll be evaluated in the morning. I guess he's day-to-day. He's always day-to-day, Manny Machado. He could literally tear his ACL. He's day-to-day. Um, concerning? Yeah. Concerning. Like, extremely. Because uh, they play in the morning tomorrow. And right. if you saw that lineup, then Dude, what's that, that lineup, lineup look like? Uh, it's not good. Dude, everyone on this team is hurt. Cronenworth got hit by a 100-mile-an-hour fastball in the ninth or 10th. Voigt got hit in the 10th. Machado tweaked an ankle. 
I mean, they're the walking wounded, but you'd prefer it with a win and a loss. But like you said, they bounce back tomorrow at one. And if they don't win tomorrow, you're gonna we're all gonna say the same thing. Lost the series to the Tigers. Disappointing road trip. Three and three. They yeah. have a chance to do better than that. Gotta win. It's you got you can't you can't lose two or three to Detroit. I know. Just Whoever's pitching can't. for Detroit tomorrow is he's had a decent year. He hasn't pitched as well recently. I forget his name. He's I think he's a trade target. Um, okay. Is it is it uh it's um Darvish, right? It's, uh, Darvish for the second time Darvish. post break. He's on the five man now. Yeah. So he was great Friday night at City Field. Hopefully he's great again tomorrow afternoon. Uh, Eric, thank you for the super. Thanks for hanging out. Eric says, if we get Soto, what's next for Grisham? Um, I, I think whether they get Soto or not, there's some question marks on Grisham. I think they get half, and he's your starting center fielder, you know? Yeah, Grisham, uh, I mean, he's, not, he's a guy that you're not you're up paying him a lot, so you can you can put him you on the bench and your Ruiz out there or, whoever, or Tatis out there when he gets back. But and Grisham, he's just so streaky. You know what I mean? And he can give you some pop. He can give you some good things, but – as a if you're if you're asking him to play 155 games a year for you, that's that's tough. Like starting, it is, it is. I, I don't know what the answer is long term for Grisham. I don't even know what it is short term. I think they're trying to address outfield. I mean, we know that. And if they do it successfully, Grisham is going to lose playing time or potentially be dealt. Potentially, uh, we'll get back to the supers in a moment. You can keep them coming. Click that dollar sign down below. We do want to remind you about. Our partner, Aura, this is a great company. Their co-founder, Will, is a huge Padres fan. He is a San Diegan. This company has offices in Liberty Station. They sell plant-based nutrition at ORA.organic. You click this Build Your Routine button, you can get 30% off your very first order. I take one of their probiotics every single day for digestion and heart health and mental clarity. It is a great probiotic. They also have pre-workout supplements. They have proteins for after-workouts. They have omega-3 oils. They have immunity pills. They have sleep supplements. They have something for literally everyone, yourself, your spouse, your children, your family, your friends, ORA.organic. Great way to support this channel. Again, there's a local company. And if you're just looking to improve your health, and we all are, we ask that you check out ORA.organic, browse their website, shop while you watch the wrap-up show. And it's a great way to support this channel by supporting a local business. Right. If you build your routine there, can get 30% off your first order. They have everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. Uh, Pre-workouts, protein powders, probiotics, fish oil pill, everything. It's all organic. It's all vegan-based. Um, tastes delicious. The pre uh, raspberry lemonade-flavored pre-workout uh, that I recommend, that's uh, a definitely must-have uh, to build your routine. So when you go to Aura.Organic, you can get 30% off your first order uh, there, and you will definitely thank us later. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Aura. Again, get that 30% off. Click the link down below or go to ORA.organic. By the way, I mentioned the fact that we've got uh, this cap from Parks and Normal. We've been partnering with Parks and Normal for a number of weeks, if not the last couple of months. If you want to check out Wrap-Up Show merch, it's now available on the site you're watching, whether it's on desktop or laptop or mobile. Just scroll down below. Right below the video, you'll see Wrap-Up Show merch right below. If you want to support this channel, it's a great way to do it. Uh, so Carlos says, I better see a Tigers player get hit tomorrow. We won't see them in forever. Literally, it'll be like 10 years. <laughs> and they hit right. two of our guys today. Let them know. But I mean, that did come in the 10th inning. I don't know if there was any intent there. 
in the 10th inning. Um, but maybe if the Padres take a large lead, just start hitting Tigers. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> or if they're down big, I guess. I guess, yeah. You want to hit some Tigers? Not really. Peter wouldn't be happy. Oh, did you miss? Did I, miss I think one? you missed. Did you miss the Anthony Anthony's or or no? Oh, sorry. Yeah. There we go. Anthony, thank you. I, I think it's a little heavy. Six for one fifty. Yeah, it's a lot. Jim, you were pushing four for one hundred. I meant to say five for hundred. Sorry, my bad. Um, which what was the other super you just got to that you just jumped over? Oh wait, no. My bad. Um, where is it? I think it was Alex's, maybe. Alex, yeah. Thanks, Alex. Thank you guys for the supers. He says Martinez Thanks, four saves. Uh, they doing what the Brewers did to Pomerantz. Starter turn eighth, ninth inning guy. Interesting. Martinez has been a little bit of a, uh, you know, I love the word revelation. It's been a little bit of a revelation out of the bullpen. I would say did allow a run there in the tenth inning, but whatever. They won the game. Yeah, imagine if they didn't have him out of the bullpen. Uh, problem. And I guess, again, if you have a, a situation in your rotation and you needed to put him back in your rotation, you could do that. He's made, what, 10, 11, 12 starts for this team this year already. So, yeah. you know, that's a possibility as well. Um, before we get out of here, Jim, because I know there's also, people to see. I mean, yeah, we got to mention that profile catch. Like, that was kind of amazing in the ninth inning. Now, it, it really was. That was in foul territory, right? That was. Um, but still an extra out. Yeah, you never know what happens. Right. And it, it potentially saved the game. You're right, Rich. It would 100%. You're right. It was an amazing play. It was an amazing play. Right. Um, I threw this out. We'll talk about tomorrow on the radio, by the way, from three to six. I mean, who are you starting in game three of a playoff series? I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but that's what we do. We're going to answer that tomorrow. Mania Clevenger, Snell. Jim's got to go. Jim, Jim's on a date somehow. Um, so, how about Jim, by the way? We never even brought up what happened last night. I'm like finishing up the wrap-up show. He just completely just bails. Exit stage left. Like that. <laughs> he said, Jim, just, just go. You're good. And now he's giving me the finger. What's talking about? <laughs> no, Before dude, last were- night. Last night, you're like, yeah. all right, we're done. And I was like, okay, cool. And you're like, oh, well, I'm going to stay on for 20 more minutes. No, you you just – you didn't even say, like, peace. You just left. Yeah, I did. You, but if you want, you can roll seriously because you got places to go. I can stay on for a few minutes. And I, because there's a couple of things I want to hit on. And I know your girl is like, let's go, dude. Oh, we have to have a cigarette from Carlos here. I know we do. I know. All right, there we go. What are you doing? <laughs> no. Right, Carlos says we need a bullpen piece. Thank you again, Carlos. Uh, we need a bullpen piece. Rogers gives me a heart attack when there's a one-run lead. Me as well. Uh, let's see. Which reliever is feasible for the Padres? We need a guy that can dominate in the playoffs. Pomerantz is not the guy. Who are some relievers that people are even talking about? I mean, Hader is a big name. He hasn't been great. Um, Literally. Lo- Lopez with the Orioles. I don't know if he's being dealt. So yeah, I don't know. Tigers. Yes, yeah, so with the Tigers, exactly. Robertson with the Cubs. We just gave My, you five I, names. I'm not going out there and looking for relievers on the market. Not yet. Right, they're just going to land one. Like, were we really talking about Trevor Rosenthal before they landed him? And it was a nice acquisition two years ago. Like, theoretically, a player like that should be available. <laughs> what are you laughing at? 
I'm laughing at the chat right now. <laughs> what the stuff? <laughs> Andrew had that in him. What's that? I didn't know Andrew had this in him. <laughs> Would you like to comment or no? How you doing? How you doing? He says. How, How you doing? doing? Uh, thank you, Alex. Stop <laughs> you clicking on it. Stop well, it. How do I know? Jesus. Can Michael Fulmer, who pitched there for the Tigers. Sure. Yep. He's available. I like that. Frankie Montas. Okay. Love He's it. Keep, yep. Keep him coming. Uh, who else have we talked uh, about with the uh, Royals? Mm -hmm. Who have we talked about with the uh, A's? Well, we talked about a couple of position players Sean Murphy, their catcher, Ramon Laureano, their center fielder. A's are going to be selling off because that's what they do. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Congrats on thanks. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Sam. Pros before, just kidding. Uh, this is great. Okay, the division is still within reach if the Nats win tonight, Jim. That's great. I don't know who pitches Friday, by the way. All right, Jim, roll real quick. I want to get to a couple other things. <laughs> He's out. Uh, thanks, guys, for hanging out. A couple of more minutes here. Uh, if you want to get any more Supers in, we will get to them before we get out of here tonight. Um, a couple of things I had in here. By the way, I hate Comerica Park. The fact that Luke Voigt yesterday had that like 417-foot double off the right field wall, and then today he literally hit a ball 427 feet to straight away that would have left 29 of 30 parks, and it was off the top of the wall. Like Luke Voigt is so snake-bitten, he could easily have 20 home runs this year. He has been so close to so many other home runs that he has not hit. Maybe those will come. Maybe those will come in the second half of the year in the last 60 games. I see some of those John Happy emojis in the chat, by the way, because Jim is out of here. So, again, I thought Voight had a nice game. Um, Padres offensively, by the way, I thought left a lot to be desired here tonight. They scored those three runs in the third inning, then they were one for 19 before the 10th inning. So, again, you could beat the Tigers with this type of performance. Not about an effort, just this type of performance. I don't think you can beat teams like St. Louis and the Dodgers playing the way they played here tonight or really the way they've played over the last couple of days. Um, I did think it was kind of cool that San Diego faced a former Aztec, an Aztec for life in Garrett Hill tonight. I called a couple of Garrett Hill games back in 2018 on the Mesa when he was with San Diego State, and they went to the NCAA tournament, and they played up at Oregon State. Um, and I thought he threw it all right. You know, he had that three-run, I don't know if it was a blow-up of an inning, but an inning where the Padres took advantage. But other than that, I thought he pitched pretty well, which I thought was pretty cool to see a former Aztec, an Aztec for life on the mound. Uh, tonight for Detroit. Let me get to this uh, super here from Alex. Alex, thank you. So Alex says, did you see that Soto kept no comment Dodgers media who were asking him questions as if he was on the team already? Well, he should be saying that. You know LA media and New York media, they're going to be oppressive in these situations um, around the trade deadline where everyone's talking about this. It's a huge story nationally and even maybe more so within the markets. I mean, with LA, when the expectations are to get a Max Scherzer every deadline, like obviously, you know, the, the Sharks are circling. Um, and the expectation in L.A., like if you're a Dodgers fan, you just assume that like you have some God-given right to land a player of Juan Soto's caliber. So people are going to be asking. Um, and what's scary, and Jesse Doherty, who covers the Nats beat for the Washington Post, told us today if he was just a 
making an educated guess or a betting man, he would say the Dodgers are the front runner, which is really concerning and really scary. And that does not mean they'll land them. It really does not. But there's a scenario where they do. And if that's the case, you're dealing with Soto now in this division, like you've been dealing with bets in this division, and like you're dealing with Trey Turner right now. And it just never ends. And their window doesn't close, and the Padres need to find ways creativity, creativity with creativity or otherwise to um, keep up. You know, and we'll see if they can do that or not. A couple of other things I had written down. Um, you know, Taylor Rogers, we talked about earlier. What I didn't like there, it's not that he allowed a run, it's that he goes 0 2 and a lefty in Riley Green, and then he allows an 0 2 hit to a left handed batter, protecting a one run lead, throwing a pitch that was way too meaty 0 2. He didn't waste it. Um, it was just a breaking ball that was over the plate and up a little bit. And you know, you can't allow a hit in that spot. Lefty, lefty, 0 2, you got to be able to get an out 95% of the time. And he just didn't do it there. And he's blown six or seven saves this year. And those have piled up over the last five or six weeks. And his numbers over the last five or six weeks aren't good. And I don't know if he can recapture it or not. But if you're blowing saves to the Tigers, what are you doing in the postseason with one-run leads or two-run leads? Um, so there's that. We talked about Tatis taking BP on the field. We talked about the Juan Soto watch continuing. Uh, Jesse Doherty saying he didn't think Mackenzie Gore's injury would be a deal breaker. We'll see about that. We mentioned the fact that Robert Suarez began his rehab assignment today. Drew Pomerantz faced hitters again today. Bob Melvin said the next step is likely a rehab assignment. And then you got Manny Machado. And, of course, a lot rides on Manny Machado, who had uh, a tweak of his left ankle after hitting first base in the 10th inning on that error. And he will be reevaluated in the morning so cross your fingers hold your breath and hopefully the Padres can win a series and if they do by the way they'll have won three consecutive series so there's some momentum they won a series against the Diamondbacks on the way into the break they took a series in New York against a good team and now trying to take a series against a bad team before they get home and they have Thursday off and then they'll open that series on Friday against the Minnesota Twins so there's going to be some twists and turns with the trade deadline there's 63 games to play tomorrow is game number 100 Believe it or not, game number 100 on the year for the Padres. All right, a couple more Supers are rolling in. We can get to those before we get out of here tonight. Again, we'll have coverage for you of the trade deadline of the second half of the year right here on the Wrap-Up Show. you got to subscribe. you got to be with us night in and night out. And thank you, Alex, for all your support here tonight. We really do appreciate it. Thank you all for your support, members, viewers, Supers, subscribers. Just thank you for hanging out. So uh, Alex says, the Lake Elsinore Storm posted a picture of James Wood to enjoy it. Is that a sign? Maybe. I, I don't know, man. Do the, do the Lake Elsinore Storm know what's going on with this front office right now? Does James Wood know? Does A.J. Preller know? Imagine the conversations that are taking place at every hour of every day, beginning about now. This is when it really gets serious and significant. Teams got to make determinations. Are we buying? Are we selling? What are the pieces we want to move? What are the pieces we're willing to give up to acquire talent? Now's the time you need to make those decisions. There's probably another 48 hours to really get your ducks in a row, so to speak. But come this weekend, deals are going to be made throughout Major League Baseball. And the Padres will either make deals and keep up with other teams, or they will be left behind at the deadline, which is what happened last year, obviously, in the division when Chris Bryant ended up with the Giants and Max uh, Scherzer, obviously, and um, – Trey Turner ended up with the Dodgers. So it's a very important week. I've said it on the radio this week. I've probably said it on the wrap-up show as well. 
could be the biggest week of the year for the Padres, and there's a number of reasons why, and most of it centers around what can they do at the trade deadline because if they can upgrade the way we hope they upgrade, they have a chance to make noise, and they have a chance to obviously get into the postseason. If they don't make those upgrades, um, you know they'll hope to avoid what happened last year in the second half, which was a complete and utter collapse. I want to say 12-34 and 34 to close the year in their last 46 games. And of course, that is completely inexcusable. Uh, Vito, no, I don't have any inside info. I really don't. I'd be lying and I don't do that. Um, I'm not going to make things up just to make things up. And I think there are people that probably do that and I'm not going to do it. Um, so no, I follow this as close as anyone like you all do as well. I mean, we've read everything I have hunch, um, and I have theories and I have opinions and I have 15 years of having worked in professional baseball. Um, did you know that I used to work in the minor leagues, but so I, you know, I've spent time around GMs. I've spent time around player directors and farm directors and you know i've been in some of those conversations when things have happened when i was with teams when they were hap happening but um i don't have any inside information i don't know if anyone in the Padres organization does really other than peter seiler and aj preller at this exact hour you know um okay where can you get iron pigs merch check out uh, ironpigsbaseball.com i worked there for 10 years ironpigsbaseball.com make sure to check that out uh there's some good good gear very good gear uh, no, no, I, you know, actually, you know what, you know what, before I moved to, uh, San Diego, when I was in my last year or two with, uh, the iron pigs and I was still doing games on the radio, but we wanted to move out West and my wife had a job opportunity in San Diego I actually did apply for the media director job at the Padres. And I got an interview actually with the Padres in like 2017, 2016, 2017, I want to say maybe 2017. So I actually did interview with the Padres for a media relations job six or seven years ago, but I'm glad it worked out the way it worked out. I'd rather discuss this team in this type of forum and in this manner than do it from the other side of the fence, which I've done because I've done media work for uh, minor league baseball teams in AAA and also in, uh, in single A. All right. I think that's going to do it for tonight. Again, we appreciate your support here of this channel. Uh, as a reminder, please subscribe. We have year-round Padres content for you. We greatly appreciate it if you subscribe. That's all we ask of Padres fans. If you're here, you got to subscribe, and you need to smash the like button. You can follow us on Twitter, at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD, at John and Jim for our radio show as well. Please support our partners, Mark Nimitz, at Farmers Insurance. He can save you $750 on your insurance needs. You can click the link down below. Mark Nimitz is our title sponsor. ORA.organic as well. Their co-founder, Will, is a San Diegan and a huge Padres fan. You can save 30% off your first order uh, at ORA.organic. They've got products for someone or for everyone, not just for someone, um, with their plant-based nutritional products. Of course, Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance as well. Omar Sanchez is your guy if you have mortgage needs. 619-387-7798. We thank Parks and Normal for these caps. Please support them as well, parksandnormal.com. And we got wrap-up show merch for you as well down below if you want to check that out as well. All right, crazy day. Long day on the radio, long night here on YouTube. We'll be back tomorrow night wrapping up game three. Hope everyone has a great night. Thank you, Chewy, for hanging out. Thank you all for hanging out here tonight. Uh, for Jim, who's with Date Girl, I'm John. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you guys for hanging out tonight. Trade deadline. It's coming. We'll be here for you.